Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. It's back to the picket lines today for 155,000 federal workers as the strike continues. Workers who gathered yesterday were citing demands for better wages along with the ability to keep working from home. Liberal ministers say their priority is a quick, fair and competitive deal. The head of Rideau Transit Group says significant maintenance is coming in the first half of June. In addition to work set to occur over the next few weeks, shutdowns of the downtown section are planned for two weekends in a row starting April 29th. So crews can investigate water leaks near Rideau Station. The head of OC Transpo says discussions continue on how the work in June may proceed. There could be line closures and single track shutdowns as well. And finally, production will restart today on the Alec Baldwin film Rust, which has been on hold since a cinematographer was killed on set October 2021. Filming has been relocated from outside Santa Fe, New Mexico to a ranch in Montana. According to the film company, uh, cinematographer Helena Hutchins was killed when Baldwin pointed a gun at her during a scene and it went off. We all know that story. As part of a settlement, filming will resume with Hutchins' husband, Matthew Hutchins, as acting as executive producer Baldwin and weapons supervisor Hannah Gutierrez-Reed each have pleaded not guilty to involuntary manslaughter. We're still waiting on what's going to happen with their trials. Wow. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. You ever met somebody out there who literally defines their entire life based on like one thing that they're really into? Yeah. So, you know, for example, people who are hard hard into politics, right? You know, it's like all they talk about. Super fun at parties. Good times. It's just, (laughs) it's such a heavy conversation and you just uh, want nothing to do with it. But these people really are obsessed or, you know, news. Yep. Or uh, certain news broadcasters. I mean, our boss is one of these people. Yeah. Who's really into news. Yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. (laughs) But like I could get on that page, but I, you know, she doesn't. She doesn't. Her whole personality is not wrapped up in it. No, but these people are completely yeah. wrapped up in you know where they live. Yeah, you know? be, yeah. You ever met somebody who just goes on and on about on about where they live and how they're local? It's so weird. I know. Yeah, uh, there's some pride in it, but also like uh, people you went to school with and you run into them again, yeah. and they're they haven't moved ten feet from where they've been, and they're like. Yeah. Which is kind of sweet. They're happy, but like. <laughs> That's kind of sweet. It is kind of sweet. I'm like, Bless them. Did you want to go outside the province? Yeah, I know. So I, I was trying, you know, there's nothing really that I, I'm so obsessed with in my life that I could think of that I would base my entire personality around. Uh, but I had to try to think about other people that I may have met. I think it's funny that you couldn't think of something. What is it? Animals. Oh. Uh, the, oh okay. It's so obvious. Is that annoying, though? Is it annoying? Tell me if it's annoying. No, because you have a normal person who controls it. Oh, okay. But we're talking about like annoying people. But it's not annoying to you, but to some people. That's what I'm asking. Is it annoying? It's not annoying to me because I love animals. So I'm like, tell me more stories about animals. Well, I don't talk to everybody about animals. Okay, good. Just the people who I know (laughs) care about it. And my boyfriend. She considers she considers her audience. That's okay. lovely. Well, I just want to make sure it's not annoying because we're talking about like really annoying people, like sports fans. You the, know, like, who have like a team. This and- happens to dudes all the time. Oh, it's so annoying. Like you get into a conversation and like as a guy, pretty much you better have some basic knowledge of what's going on in the sports world. <laughs> but like at some point in the 15 minute mark of talking yeah. to someone, like what else is going on in the world? Like I don't want to get into like drafting. No. Like who we've got coming up next year. I'm like, oh my God, for real? Yeah, no. 
Okay, so I know somebody close to me who is on the verge of being one of these Uh-oh. people. Uh oh. Okay, so <laughs> Ryan is really into crypto. Oh no! And he like sometimes goes off about it. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, listen, if it works out, we're all going to look like idiots. (laughs) I'm just saying. But uh, this is one of those things where I think it's something that he is obsessed with that could become a part of his personality. Uh Uh-oh. If he doesn't hone it in. It's either a terrible time or an amazing time to buy right now. (laughs) Anyway. uh, He'll tell you. (laughs) uh, uh, I know someone who is like... Literally bases their personality around Harry Potter, like considers themselves a Hufflepuff, whatever personality trait that means. And then the weird thing is that they have real problems with basing their personality around this, even though they continue to do so because they completely disagree with the author's political viewpoints. (laughs) How does that how can you that's so tough. Right. Right? Because the person, it's fiction, right? Harry Potter's not based on any reality. Not totally to them, I feel like. Okay. Like, I could imagine them running into a wall in a London train station expecting to go. Are you serious? Like, honestly, it's that close. Do you need to go to Hufflepuff uh, uh, Hockey Puck School or something or get a certificate? Hogwarts. Oh, okay. So That's the school, the, the, the... Class, but if you want to be a Hufflepuff, do you have to go online and do some sort of course to get a certificate? Like, how are you officially a Hufflepuff? I don't know. You declare you wear the the naming hat. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, yeah, definitely. Okay, Okay. you know who else uh, can be annoying about this one obsession that they have and like base their entire life around it is uh, people who, (laughs) okay, and not all of them, just some. Vegans and vegetarians. Okay. I don't want to put it out there, but there were a couple of people I had to mute on Instagram because they were making me feel bad about eating eggs. Okay. You know, and like, I just, it's each their own, right? But like, I like eggs. Shoot me. So it's interesting because you have to care what they think. For that to be annoying, and I don't, I mean, you could, I don't care. Put it out there. I, I'm happy you're a vegan and you oh, can okay. say that all you want. All right. And- I think it's annoying, but that, maybe that's just me. <laughs> I wasn't, no, no. It's just I don't care if they're unhappy that I eat eggs, Mm. you know? I don't like to be made to feel bad before I bite into one. (laughs) Takes a little bit of the fun out of it, Yeah, it does. Um, Okay, what else? Okay, uh, I have a friend who uh, has a very important job, to Mm -hmm. be sure, but that's all that they can talk about. Oh, yeah. Like, and you know, like, I don't, it's such a high-level job that, like, And you don't know anything about it, yeah. I can't, I... Like, and I don't need to hear about you, like, in stories of p- your team members yeah. and what's going on. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's awkward. It's kind of like listening to a soap opera. That you're not watching. That, also, you have no reference to the characters. It's really, really, and they have nothing else to talk about. They work, like, 70-hour weeks. This is it. Okay. All right. Well, what's something else that uh, is annoying and an obsession that people base their entire personality around? A text says, oh, my gosh, people who go on about stocks. So annoying. Oh, right. Stocks and bonds and stocks and bonds and banks and stocks and rates and bonds. You ever talk, you ever see someone who's like obsessed with the weather and chat with them? Yes. Like, oh. Yes. You know, if you didn't hone yours in, you could be one of those people. I do like, I do like the Mm -hmm. whole aspect, but I don't talk about it constantly. Not constantly. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Morning pickup is about to go morbid. Going to tell you exactly when and where and how you're going to die. That's coming up. It's for jokes. Not real. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Sophie, it's time to find out when and how 
you're going to bite the dust. Okay, what if I don't want to know? Um, it's too bad. It has to happen. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, it's the death AI quiz. All right, and how do you propose you're going to tell me this? Well, uh, BuzzFeed has oh. come out with their very... <laughs> <laughs> That's always the lead of line course. for a very serious story. BuzzFeed yes. is using AI to predict your exact death. And luckily, it's not that serious. Oh, thank goodness. So uh, put in your name and your age range. So we'll get to the next question. Describe your life in one word. And these are the words. Boring, chaotic, dangerous, or fulfilling? Uh, this is only right now, not at any They're going to tell you how you died down to the exact minute and location? Yep. Okay. Boring, chaotic, dangerous, fulfilling? Uh, I would say fulfilling. Uh, okay. Even though chaotic comes to mind That's also. Right. <laughs> With a side of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you think about death? Not too often. Every once in a while when something triggers it. I never do. Literally every waking moment of every day. <laughs> what, what are you closest to? Not Every once in a while when something comes up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you choose to be immortal if you had the option? Live oh. forever. Watch everyone you know die. Again, there's all these questions. Um, Yes. You would. Yeah, I would. All right. (laughs) Uh, By the way, this is a quiz you can also do, apparently, which will tell you the exact moment you're going to die and the location. And a helicopter drops you in the middle of the woods. How long do you think you'll survive? One night, a couple of nights, a month or more, or I'd be dead as soon as my feet touch the ground? I think I would survive a month or more. (laughs) I really do. And finally, do you think think anyone will remember you in 100 years? Oh, no. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, that's That's what I said. So now it goes into uh, the calculation, then the uh, AI does its thing. Right. Uh, I answer these questions with uh, everything the same as you, fulfilling everyone's, I think about death every once in a while when something triggers it. I would be immortal if I could. I put a couple of nights in the middle of the woods. Um, and I don't think anyone will remember me. Yeah, in but years. I went to Girl Guide Camp well, for go, many years. <laughs> Here's how I'm going to die. Do you do you want to know? Yes. November fourth, twenty thirty one, at eight thirteen p.m. Okay. Whoa. Slow down. November fourth. <laughs> Were you writing it down? Yeah. 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 Twenty thirty one. Twenty thirty one. So uh, that's not that eight far years away. from now. Yeah. Yeah. That's soon. Uh, at eight thirteen p.m. at a wild amusement park in Japan by choking <laughs> on a hot dog. Oh my it's god. Not it's not good. It's not good. Well, for hot me. dogs are a very dangerous food. My eulogy will be given by Nick Cannon. Yes. Uh, not that, bad. Okay. Well, I will be there. Well, great. Okay. Is there is? I'm wondering if where we're having the funeral is going to be big enough to house all the people. Mm. You want to know when you're going to die and how? All right. This Go is for the it. BuzzFeed result. Very oh. scientific. AI generated. You're going to die on May 6, 2035 at your home in Philadelphia. I guess you're moving <laughs> to Philadelphia. 8.17 a.m., May 6, 2035. Write it down. Cause of death, hilariously listed as being a result of a rare disease. Sushi slipped spleen syndrome. Oh. That's great. Too much sushi. Sushi split spleen syndrome. Yeah. Well, I do like all you can eat. Uh, your eulogy is given by the comedian Dane Cook, who always lovingly called you Sophie Sweetheart. <laughs> The epitaph- Dane Cook, does he even work anymore? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, ep- epitaph on your head- headstone re- reads, and this is so right, gone too soon and in the funniest way possible. <laughs> oh, All God. right. Well, I guess I got to pack my stuff and look for a place in Philly. <laughs> That's <laughs> random. How random. Well, I, I do hear it's beautiful. BuzzFeed.com, death AI quiz, if you want to know oh, yes. the scientific exact down to the minute. Yeah. When oh, you're going to croak. I'm really glad we did that. And now we can move on. That's right. With the la- the next eight years of our lives. Well, we got we to gotta do what, like Tim says, live like we're dying. Okay. Okay. I guess that's true. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Dating is hard enough as it is. 
It sure is. Wouldn't it be amazing if you could tell somebody or tell if somebody was good in bed just by looking at one thing. Okay, what are we looking at? And is it appropriate? <laughs> if there was a tell, you know? Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole. Yeah, I All like it. All the pain. I like this. The it, discomfort. This is like a cheat code. The awkwardness, exactly. Uh, you can tell if somebody's good in bed by looking at their drink. Oh, I thought you were going to say another D word. <laughs> Drink. Their drink. Their alcoholic choice? Their drink of choice. Okay. Okay. Yes. What is a sexy drink? Okay. So let's start with um, wine and margaritas. Okay. Okay. So is this a, is this from a woman's perspective or man's or both? It's people. 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 Okay. Okay. Margaritas and wine are tied for the second vote. Okay. So the second sexiest. Yeah. So if someone's drinking a margarita or wine, you can bet they're probably pretty good in bed at the sex. Okay. Followed by daiquiris and Bloody Marys. All right. That's number three. Uh, yes. But the number one drink that will tell you whether a person is good in bed or not is the mojito. And it's a big yes. Oh. Yes. People who drink mojitos and margaritas are most likely to have the best sex life. Wow. Yeah. Um, that doesn't surprise me. Why? Because um, the mojito is a sexy drink, I have to say. <laughs> Isn't it? A little sweet, a little spicy. Yeah. I, as long as you don't mind a little mint in the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to floss before it. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, not sure how they got to these these uh, answers but don't question the science uh, people uh, so if you're on a beach let's say and this is the setting that they set when they were asking this question uh. like what, you know when you see somebody drinking a margarita or whatever the best beach drink uh, hands down voted by most people is beer oh okay? really yes it's uh. but there's nothing sexy about beer how dare you? <laughs> there just isn't. Okay. Do you feel sexy after a no, few beers? No, but a woman drinking a beer is, is hot sometimes, man. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's got the bloating and the filling. It's and not all great. You don't no. look good after. No. There's no question. Uh, beer drinkers are the most extroverted, they found. Okay. Uh, while Bloody Mary drinkers are the most adventurous. Right. Right, because they're waking up in the morning and having it before noon. <laughs> uh, those people are also the most likely to say yes to everything. So just keep that in mind. All if right. If you're really hard up. Experimental. Margarita fans are more introverted. <laughs> really? Margarita fans are yeah. introverted yeah, people? even though they have good sex lives. Right. They're more introverted. People who prefer sangria are the most likely to have at least five friends. Right. And finally, people who drink sex on the beach are not the people who are necessarily willing to have the sex on the beach. Got it. Because they're the ones that are most likely to suggest watching a horror movie. Okay. That's so weird. (laughs) Uh, And that's those two things. I don't know. Sex on the beach, horror movies. Let's not put those two things together. I'm a little bit disappointed. Why? Because none of the things I drink are on the sexy list. (laughs) And I think I have to come to terms with it. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Okay, playing for a hundred dollar Lotto six forty nine voucher. Which reminds me, I forgot to check my ticket from last night's draw. I might be here for nothing. <laughs> anyway, of course there is always a guaranteed five million dollar classic jackpot, and then the gold ball jackpot as well. So you get a hundred dollars. It includes. $100 Lotto 649 voucher, including Encore. So good luck if you can answer this useless question today. 
30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. 94-94-94, standard rates may apply, or 613-750-9494 if you know the answer. Again, 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. That's your useless question. Good luck. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. A problem with my text uh, app. So got to make this a phone calls only day because the text, I'm just getting a spinning wheel of death here. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. Took a few phone calls, and here are the major guesses. On the couch. On the couch? How about their kid's bed? Uh, I'm going to say the couch. Nope. It's not the couch or the kid's bed. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. I have to say I was pretty surprised at this. So maybe someone who does it is the one who has to guess. Because it, it is only 30%, but it's still a large enough number, one-third of us. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. Text is down. Got to do phone. 613-750-9494. Good luck. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The useless question continues. And the question is 30% of people choose to sleep on this. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their beds. We went to the phones. Here's what happened. The floor. Hi, is it the recliner or a lazy boy? It's not the it's not your kids' bed, the couch, the floor, or a lazy boy. What's your guess? Is it a area rug? No, try again, thanks. It's not the kids' bed, the couch, the floor, or a lazy boy. What's your guess? Uh, the floor. Pure country, it's not the floor or a lazy boy, kids' bed or couch. What do you think it is? Oh, the car. Alright. So it's not the car, it's not the floor, it's not a kid's bed, the couch. Or a lazy boy. This is a hard one. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. I wouldn't be surprised if an animal chose to do this. <laughs> but people doing this is surprising to me. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. If you know the answer, 613-750-9494. Text is down. Only taking phone. Selfie and Jeff. The podcast. Man, is this ever hard. It's hard to imagine that one third of us do this almost. Considering no one can get the answer. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. And here are some of the recent answers. By the way, it's not floor, couch, kid's bed, uh, area rug. Here are some more recent guesses. Dog bed. Air mattress. How about the bathtub? Uh, the dog bed. How about the tub? Air mattress. The ground outside. <laughs> it's none of those either. Where would your dog like to curl up, maybe? That's the best hint I can give. On what? And I, I can't believe people do this. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. Okay. You know the answer. 613-750-9494. Text is down, unfortunately. When it comes back up, I can't wait to see a million of the right answers. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The useless question today is a toughie. Wow, having a hard time. 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't sleep in their bed. It's not on a couch, floor. It's not on an area rug. Not on your kid's bed. Not outside. All right, let's go to the phones and see what's up. What's your guess? In front of the fireplace? Nope, try again, thanks. Pure country? Yeah, the toilet. No, no. try again. <laughs> Pure country, what's your guess? Bathroom floor. Nope. Try again. Thanks. Pure country. What's your guess? Hey, is this the front porch? No. Try again. Thanks. Pure country. What's your guess? On a heat register? No. Try again. Thanks. Pure country. Do you have an answer? 
I'm going to stay on a pile of clothes. What's your name? Zach. Zach, that's it, finally! Unreal. (laughs) Zach, 30% of people choose to sleep on laundry when they can't sleep in their bed. Have you ever done it? I'm not in that 30%. Me either. Well, I've never done it sober, as far as I know. Exactly. (laughs) All right, Zach, you got 100 bucks in Lotto 649 vouchers. Good luck with it. Unreal. Thank you. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with the Morning Pickup. Here we go. Need your help on this one, as always. Our text is down, so maybe phone calls, please. 613-750-9494 if you have an opinion. Or jump on our socials. It's there, too, on our Facebook and Twitter. Here we go. Hey, Sophie and Jeff. I've been dating a guy for four months and really like him. He spends the night, hangs out with my friends. We do date nights. On Valentine's Day, he made zero plans to come see me. Then dropped by that night, gave me flowers, and left. WTF. I'm not dating anyone else, and as far as I know, he isn't either. I've tried to bring up the relationship question twice, but he brushes it off like, oh, everything is fine. Four months is a long time to me. Is this going anywhere, or is he just having a good time? Signed, Wondering in Canada. Okay, what do you think of this? Um, I'm going to withhold my opinion for now uh, because I have the guy perspective. So let's just jump on and see because people have already commented on Facebook. Let's jump on and see what people are saying here. Renee saying, talk to him with periods after each, you know, almost like clapping. Come on. If he gives you the everything is fine reply, you let him know that it's crap or get off the pot time. It's nice to know that he thinks everything is good, but at four months, it's usually time to have the talk. I feel like this is the same dilemma over and over again. That simple solution is talking to the other person. Yeah, a lot of times it's communication, although it sounds like she already tried, right? It's written right in there. I've tried to bring up the relationship question twice, but he brushes it off like, oh, everything is fine. And now she's asking because, Renee, she already did that. So she's asking, what is the sitch now? Aaron saying, why not try by responding, oh, but it isn't, and see if the avoidance continues. Something else is going on there. Uh, Okay, so that's from Aaron. Um, What do you think about this? 613-750-9494. Again, our text not working today for some reason. Fun times. But uh, if you have an opinion on this, let me know. I'm going to just reserve for a minute and uh, go into it a little bit later. But I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, is he uh, playing games? Is Has four months a long time? Should she chill? Is she overreacting? Is she underreacting? Should she jump and get out? Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Hey, it's a Therapy Thursday, and uh, today's is... It's got some nuance to it. Hey, Sophie and Jeff, been dating a guy for four months, really like him, spends the night, hangs out with my friends, and we do date nights. On Valentine's Day, he made zero plans to come see me, then dropped by that night, gave me flowers, and left. WTF. I'm not dating anyone else, and as far as I know, he isn't either. I've tried to bring up the relationship question twice, but he brushes it off like, oh, everything's fine. Four months is a long time to me. Is this going anywhere? Is he just having a good time? Signed, Wondering in Canada. Uh, our text is down, so we're taking phone calls today. What do you think is going on here, caller? I just came out of a situation just like this, and I pushed stuff until I found out that he was actually still dating about three other women. Wow. And he was making us all think we were the only ones. So when I heard her Valentine's Day story, I had to assume he dropped flowers to her and went to the one that he liked the best. Oh, man. Yeah, that would hurt. That's not good, right? Yeah. So you think I've there's gamesmanship, there. lots of games going on here. A hundred percent. She should save her time and move on. 
100% she can do better. Pure Country, what's your opinion on our Therapy Thursday? I would play hard to get. You, okay. How so? How, what do you mean? Well, don't be so ready at jumping at being ready to go out on a date. I see. So be a little more elusive and make him chase. Yes. Yeah, because he thinks, oh, I can make this phone call or show up anytime I want, and we're good to go. Exactly. I like this strategy. You know what? So go ahead. So, so, so you just say, sorry, got plans, and you leave it at that. You don't even tell him what you're doing. This is, ex- this is excellent. As a guy, I know this is psych- a great psychological trick because then we're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and we like the chase, so I think that's actually great advice. Exactly. What's you your name? to give him a Val. Val? Yes. Thanks. No worries. You have a good one. Good luck. <laughs> oh, I think our emailer is going to need luck. Uh, good advice from Val there. You can jump on Facebook with us or call us 613-750-9494. Always fun on a Therapy Thursday. Getting some sage advice from you. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Therapy Thursday. Maybe the uh, our emailers should get gone as soon as possible. That's the overwhelming sentiment here. Hey, Sophie, Jeff, been dating a guy for four months, really like him, spends the night, hangs out with my friends, we do date nights. On Valentine's Day, he made zero plans to come see me, then dropped by that night, gave me flowers and left. WTF. I'm not dating anyone else, and as far as I know, he isn't either. I've tried to bring up the relationship question twice, but he brushes it off like, ah, everything's fine. Four months is a long time to me. Is this going anywhere? Is he just having a good time? Signed, Wondering in Canada. Stephanie on Facebook, if he didn't stay on Valentine's Day, I would be asking questions. My boyfriend is super busy and showed up on Valentine's Day with dinner for us and my kids with flowers, then spent the night. If he doesn't make plans on Valentine's Day, it's possible there is someone else. At least that has been my experience. Well, thanks for that, Stephanie. Um, By the way, our text is down, so you you can call us, 613-750-9494, if you have an opinion, or... You can uh, jump on our Facebook page here uh, or Twitter or whatever. Uh, We've got it up there as well. Louise says, I think you deserve better. Just my feelings. Thanks, Louise. Maxim says, first off, talk to him. Second, she did talk to him, though, Maxim. She really did. She she (laughs) tried to have a relationship talk. He's like, everything's good the way it is. All right. Uh, So Maxim says, second, did you get him something for Valentine's? It's not a one-way street. Did you mention you wanted to do something? He may have been unsure because the relationship was so new at the time. If he did the effort to go out of his way to get you flowers and stop by, to me, he cares. So talk to him. Communication is key. Now, one thing I like here, Maxim has done the math, right? They've been together for four months, but at Valentine's Day, that would have been two months, maybe. Maybe. So it was super new. Because a lot of people think the Valentine's bit is a major red flag. Katie says you need to sit him down and force him to have an actual conversation and be blunt. Ask him if you are in, ask if you are in a relationship and ask if you're exclusive and do it in person. No texting, no phone calls. If they still avoid it or say they aren't sure, then move on. Anyone who doesn't know after four months is a liar and playing you. Whoa! Heavy opinions. I always thought four months wasn't that much, but maybe it's because I'm a dude. <laughs> anyway, if you have something to say, jump on our socials or call us at 613-750-9494. Again, our text is down. Sorry about that. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. It's back to the picket lines today for 155,000 federal workers as the strike continues. Workers who gathered yesterday were citing demands for better wages along with the ability to keep working from home. Liberal ministers say their priority is a quick, fair, and competitive deal. The head of Rito Transit Group says significant maintenance is coming in the first half of June in addition to work set uh, work set to occur over the next few weeks. Shutdowns of the downtown section are planned for two weekends in a row starting April 29th. 
so crews can investigate water leaks near Rito Station. The head of OC Transpo says discussions continue on how the work in June may proceed. There could be line closures and single-track shutdowns as well. And finally, the anonymous DJ took to Reddit to explain his situation. And here it is, and see if you agree. During a wedding, while everyone was on the dance floor, another man tried to propose, but a DJ quickly switched the tune to something more upbeat when he saw the guest get on one knee. After the wedding, he started to receive complaints. A bunch of the family started to message me, he said. I told them that proposing at someone else's wedding was not appropriate. While the music mixer is sticking by his choice, he is wondering if maybe he made the wrong call. Although it looks like the bride has his back, she paid him double for his services. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The podcast. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Allison is ready to play the $1,000 Minute. Am I right in saying that? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Here we go. I got 10 questions for you. One minute. If you answer them all correctly, $1,000 payday. We already did it this week. Let's see if you can be the second one, okay? I was listening, and I would have won, too. Oh, you would well, have. Hopefully, I can do another one. All right. You feeling good today? Uh, I am, actually. Okay. 10 questions. If you answer them all correctly, as I said, 1000 bucks. If you don't, we'll give you 10 bucks for every question you do get right. Uh, Allison, if you don't know the answer to something, you can pass, and we'll come back to it, but only if there's time and... The first thing you say is the answer I have to take. Are you ready? I'm in. Here we go in three, two, one. What car company makes the Sorrento? Pass. What body of water surrounds Italy? The Mediterranean. What show on Crave focuses on weird happenings at exotic hotels? Pass. What is the speed limit on the 417 from Anderson Road to the Quebec border? The 417? Yep. 100. What kind of animal does Eddie Murphy play in Shrek? A donkey. Airbus, Boeing, and Bombardier all make what? Planes. What kind of alcohol is Veuve Clicquot? Wine. What is a noun? Person, place, or thing. Darjeeling, oolong, and masala chai are all types of what? Sushi. What element makes up most of Earth's atmosphere? Hydrogen. What car company makes the Sorrento? Uh, what show on Crave focuses on weird happenings at exotic hotels? Mm, out of time. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't yeah, get to I'm that like, one. I have no idea. Completely. It's really good. You should watch it. I'll tell you about it in a second. Okay. Let's go through um, these answers. Okay. What car company makes the Sorento? You pass, came back. Kia is right. I love Google. And there's only barely enough time in the minute. But if you can do it, it's all fair game. I type fast. What body of water? <laughs> I type fast. Awesome. What body of water surrounds Italy? Mediterranean. Let's go. Okay. Let's just go there. In, in 100%. Right. What show? on Crave focuses on weird happenings at exotic hotels. The White Lotus. Yeah, never even heard of it. Oh, it's really good. Like, it's really weird and good. Um, Two seasons out there now. Okay, what is the speed limit on the 417 from Anderson Road to the Quebec border? Yeah, everywhere else on the 417, it's 100, but in that section, it's 110, which is wild. Is that even signed? Because I drive that often. It is. There are signs. 110. 110K. Anderson if it's oh, not, oh, I'm thinking the wrong Quebec border. Oh I'm yeah, probably going towards Gatineau, not towards Montreal. <laughs> right, right, right. That's why I yes, <laughs> yep, completely yep got that one wrong. We, and I yep. We got you. What kind of animal does Eddie Murphy play in Shrek? Donkey. You're we right. Watch that actually too. Oh good. Airbus, Boeing, and Bombardier all make planes. That's correct. What kind of alcohol is Veuve Clicquot? You said wine. We're looking for champagne. Oh. 
Sparkly fancy wine. Yeah, yeah, but it is different than wine because of the bubbles. Well, is, they, now here's a question: Is yeah. it actually from the Champagne region? Because otherwise, it's what prosecco or sparkling wine? Sparkling wine. And I to think be properly Champagne, it has to be from Champagne. That's correct. Yeah, and that's a. I, it's so funny. You're such. I love sticklers, but uh, I believe I've looked it up, and it is from the Champagne region. I'll double check. Uh, just, just for curiosity. Yes. What is a noun? Person, place, or thing is right. Darjeeling oolong masala chai are all types of what you said sushi tea actually darjeeling tea oolong tea uh, i'm and, thinking unagi yeah maybe <laughs> yeah and sashimi it all sounds the same yep. what element makes up most of earth's atmosphere excellent guess with hydrogen but nitrogen makes up 70 percent of earth's atmosphere all right uh so in the end it was 50 bucks all right not my best round yeah, but still take it <laughs> And by the way, I have looked it up. It is from the Champagne region. Don't at me. <laughs> Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Okay, finally back to our Therapy Thursday. And it goes like this. Hey, Sophie and Jeff, been dating a guy for four months. I really like him. He spends the night, hangs out with my friends. We do date nights on Valentine's Day. He made zero plans to come see me. Then dropped by that night, gave me flowers and left. WTF. I'm not dating anyone else, and as far as I know, he isn't either. I've tried to bring up the relationship question twice, but he brushes it off like, ah, everything's fine. Four months is a long time to me. Is this going anywhere, or is he just having a good time? Signed, Wondering in Canada. All right, lots more uh, new advice coming in on our Facebook page. Again, our text is down. You can call in some advice, 613-750-9494, or jump on our socials. Christine Ann says, if his name is Stefan, run. (laughs) It sounds like something I went through a few years back. Okay. Erica jumping on. If she already had the talk with him, then he knows full well what the expectation is. Time to have one last talk, except this time it's a commit or a moving on talk. You both need to be on the same page, plain and simple. Brian, dude advice, says, totally in it for sex. Sounds like he figures it's a sure thing, whatever he wants, and he doesn't want a relationship, at least not right now. Stephanie says, if he didn't stay on Valentine's Day, I'd be asking questions. Uh, We read this one before. Yeah, her boyfriend uh, is very busy and still makes the time. She's saying, hello, you can uh, do this. Um, Other advice out there? Uh, We've got uh, Lisa saying... Everything is fine for him, just the way it is. Do you see him different times, nights, weekends? She's saying there's something fishy going on here. Kathy's saying if he's not trying to see you whenever he possibly can, he might not be that interested. If you're chasing him in the first part of the relationship, I'd be worried for sure. Uh, Renee says ask him if it's exclusive. He says no. Then go date other people. Don't let it become a situationship. It's the worst. Uh, Sophie finally saying sounds like he's playing. Pretty simple one, huh? Pretty simple one there. All right. If you have some advice for our poor emailer who's wondering what the heck is going on. Guys are so confusing. We're not really really see-through. It's just sometimes you don't want to see it. (laughs) Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Here we go on this Therapy Thursday. We got some uh, good advice. And you know how I promised to air this call for you. Um, You know how um, experts go to the... When you see like an expose, they go to the experts like criminals. They go to the criminals who tell you how people break into your house so you can be armed i've got that guy for relationships coming up in just a second first though let's get into this hey sophie and jeff been dating a guy for four months really like him spends the night hangs out with my friends we do date nights on valentine's day he made zero plans to come see me then dropped by that night gave me flowers and left what 
WTF? I almost said the real thing. Ah! I'm not dating anyone else, and as far as I know, he isn't either. I've tried to bring up the relationship question twice, but he brushes it off like, oh, everything's fine. Four months is a long time to me. Is this going anywhere? Is he just having a good time? Wondering in Canada wants to know. Okay. Kimberly says on Facebook, been there, ask if you're exclusive. Three months in and they still aren't sure. Bye. 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 All right. And our very own Tanea dropped in on this convo. Thanks, Tanea. T, we love you. And here is her advice. And this is the big red flag to people. If he dropped off flowers on V-Day and then left, he's seeing someone else. And that's the, that is the going advice. And so when I first read this, I was, I'm super naive maybe. I was like, oh, it's only been like four months. Like, what is the stress? I mean, it seems like a little clingy. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. I, but obviously, there are major red flags. And so we go to an expert who has been an offender himself in the past. You have advice. Uh, guaranteed, and I'm talking by experience because okay. I'm not 25 years old. By experience, this guy is either married or in a deep relationship with somebody else that he's living with, and she's just a side thing. Okay. What makes you say that? Um, been there, done it. <laughs> Okay, but the rest of it, I, I, I hear you. But I'm, So something in the email gave you a big warning sign. What was it? Uh, was it the Valentine's Day? The Valentine's Day? You know, I got to rush home to my right. wife, <laughs> my partner. But here's flowers, and uh, catch you later. Yeah, right? He's like, I, I'm doing my thing, but I got to run. Uh, so he's got to run. And the question is, to who? Exactly. Well, I'm saying to the wife or to the committed girlfriend that he's living with. All right. From and, and this is from an offender himself from back in the day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I like I said, I'm not 25. I'm 60 years old. I'm on my third wife. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, then I guess you'd know. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like that, buddy. It really right. does. Fair enough. We appreciate your uh, experienced advice. Thanks, man. Hey, no problem. Take care. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. There's a classic country song that is trending again, and it's all because of Netflix's show Love is Blind. And now, I know you know this song, but everyone else just discovering it. Um, I'm not going to spoil the finale in case you haven't watched Love is Blind finale, but there's a song that was featured several times this season anyway. Um, And two cast members early on, Zach and Bliss had an early connection because they both loved this song and knew all the lyrics. After the finale last Friday, the song saw a 24% bump in streaming. (laughs) Then there was another big surge after the reunion episode on Sunday. Now, a lot of young people have never heard this before, apparently. So it's just like what happened to the Kate Bush song running up that hill when it was on Stranger Things last year. Um, So... It's Leanne Womack's I Hope You Dance, trending 23 years after it came out, all because of Love is Blind. Uh, Unbelievable. Early in the season, Zach talked about that song, but called Leanne Womack Leanne Wombat by mistake. (laughs) So he's not exactly um, a connoisseur of the song, but anyway. Um, And Leanne had a good sense of humor about it when she posted the clip on TikTok the other day. She said, 
Just call me Leanne Wombat from just call me Leanne Wombat from now on. That's too funny. All right. Oh gosh, that's funny. It's so funny to see. 23 years later, Leanne Womack's I Hope You Dance is trending. What a great song. What a huge voice. She's incredible. Selfie and Jeff. The podcast. A lot of people working from home. There's big arguments about working from home. A lot of the strike uh, we hear from PSAC is about back to work legislation or uh, rules. How much are we getting done when we're at home working? Well, there's been a big survey. um, And people working from home are feeling more productive. And not just with work. Some are productive in other ways. In a new survey, 24% of remote workers admit to taking naps while on the clock, so productively sleeping. (laughs) That's uh, one quarter of us. All right, taking naps while on the clock. 11% have even had sex while working. Wow, sounds like we're getting a lot done. Or getting a lot of people done. The most common non-work activity that people do on the clock is scrolling through social media. But you're doing that at work, too. Let's be clear. So about 75% of people have scrolled through social media while on the clock for work in at home. Other common ones include household chores, shopping online, watching TV, running errands, planning trips. <laughs> uh, 13% admit they only work for about three or four hours on average each day when working remotely. But that happens to be on par with the average work worker in office who recently, in a study, said they're productive for less than three hours a day. So office workers... Whether you're at work are about three hours anyway. Uh, most millennials and Gen Xers are work, that work remotely say they work a full eight-hour day or longer. And overall, 60% of remote workers say they've worked later in the day during off, and during off hours to catch up on work they didn't do earlier due to non-work activities. So the work is getting done. It's just more flexible. They're saying, so like, yeah, I surf the web and I shop online and I run errands, but then I come back and I work till 8 p.m. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. All right, that's it. Thanks so much for hanging out. Uh, this ther- Therapy Thursday went really well. It's still going strong on our Facebook page. You can always check it out if you got some advice for our emailer today. I know our emailers look at it after the fact as well. Lots of good advice coming in. And we even uh, threw up on our socials um, a guy who has done them dirty in the past. Yep, a former cheater has called in and given advice to our poor emailer, which is fantastic. That's the kind of thing you want on Therapy Thursday. You want to hear it from the horse's mouth. So there it is. If you have a problem that's going on with you and you want a little group therapy for free, um, where we don't take it too seriously, <laughs> we have a little bit of fun. But also, there is often like a good piece of advice you can pull out of it. Uh, you can always enter your Issue, problem, dilemma at purecountry94.ca. Today's useless question was 30% of people choose to sleep on this when they can't get to sleep in their bed. And if you missed it, it was they sleep on laundry. Do you do that? I don't do that. Dirty or clean? The most important question. Just lying down on the laundry. What are you, a cat? Okay. Well, there you go. 30% of people are like, I can't sleep in bed. Just jump on the laundry pile. <laughs> okay, so there's that. And we played Airbnb Prices Right, which is so fun. We're going to do it all again tomorrow. Be here for it. It's going to be a blast. Shannon Ellis next. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.